Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, we're in for a long one. A long weekend, that is. And you deserve to spend it on the couch with a glass of something good. Luckily, there's Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery. With Drizzly, you can compare prices on the biggest selection of beer, wine, and spirits, then get them delivered quickly. So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com today. This is Brett. What are you doing? What are you doing? Just watching the market recap, drinking an import. That is correct. That is correct. What are you doing? What are you doing? Hey, Brett, who's that? Hey, Chad, pick up the cordless. Chad here. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> You're listening to the Cobras and Fire Podcast, part of the Decibel Geek Podcast Network. What's up? Way far down the dirt road Is the place I found where the devil used to go He ain't been here for some time you can tell by the way nothing good ever seems to find Cause the devil don't care about the bills you have to pay The devil don't care about what you have to say The devil don't care about you anymore Welcome to Cobras and Fire. My name is Baco, and I am joined by the crabby Loose Cannon. Loose, why so crabby tonight? Arr, get off my lawn! I'm very, I'm very, uh, very angry right now. <laughs> I thought I bad... was the old, uh, angry old man, afraid of technology. <laughs> You're older, but yeah. uh, I, I still, I don't want those kids on my lawn. That, that's, that's, that's universal. I don't and they're yours. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Get off. Get Good point. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm a little tired from last night. I had a horrific concert experience. A weeknight concert for Loose Cannon. That's a, that's a rarity for both of us, actually. It really is. But, you know, there's not just that. You know, going out in the school night, you really expect to have a good time. 
And mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the problem is, uh, but we'll go into both of ours later yeah. in the episode, but we are at two opposite ends, at least on the attendance spectrum. And it both, seems like I, it, yeah. I, I think I'm amazed both on my end and yours for different reasons. So yeah. we'll go well, into that. Well, back to the show. Uh, before we get into the, today's music theme, uh, I I wanted to tell you, we, we've been, uh, I know you're aware of some of the feedback we've gotten from the whole of the hey. garage hey. sale. Uh, yeah, sure. That episode seems to be a bit of a hit, uh, and you know, it got Billy Hardaway fired up and uh, attacking our boy Mitch Lafon about getting some facts wrong. <laughs> sure, <laughs> maybe we should get into that a little later too. But the reason I brought it up is that there was an actual. I think it's our first. I, this Pod Chaser thing is a little new to me, so I'm not sure that if I've actually checked every episode to see if there's been individual show comments. But because that was the new episode, I did notice that there was two. Well, can I get into the reviews and I'll just share them with you? Of course. I always like hearing about uh, myself. So this is uh, episode 139, the LaFons, Dio's Garage Sale, Space Ace Reviews. A guy named Churchill, which I, I swear also left us a show review. Um, maybe I got it mixed up with somebody else. Not not important. He just says, ha, 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 ha. Hey. <laughs> is that it? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> So he took. I want to make sure I understand this. This guy took the time to search on podchaser.com. Five stars. (laughs) Spent all of his time to thank you for that five star review. Uh, I like the input. He must have been going 75 miles per hour in, in typing that on his phone. Well, the, the, a guy named Zach Earl also gave us five stars, and he was a little more wordy with his uh, uh, show review, and it was simply, <laughs> I hate three sides. <laughs> <laughs> Are you making these up? No, I, I had to screen grab them at work today. Um, <laughs> wow. All right. Um, yes, maybe I should give some love and share those. I, I haven't quite figured out how to work this whole thing yet. Um, but yeah, Pod Chaser, I think, is just making it a lot easier to comment. It's almost like a social network right. thing. So uh, whatever, it seems to be picking up there. Um, so please, please visit. I mean, that, I, I, it doesn't matter if you just say little blurbs like that. Give us some ratings. It helps. Yeah, clearly and, we'll uh, read yeah. anything. So. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. So thank you, Zach and whatever, Churchill or whatever that means. Uh, but you can also find us on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash Cobra's Fire. You can also leave us a rating there. You can also do us a solid and give us a positive iTunes review. And we are also now on Twitter, as I've been kind of pimping for the last month and a half. Slowly growing. We had a couple new followers today that got me going. The author of the K.K. Downing book and the book's publisher are both now following Cobra's and Fire. That's awesome. Yeah, congrats on that interview. I, I found it highly entertaining. and um, yeah, We're getting a lot of good feedback on that, so thanks to everybody who's had some kind words to say about that as well. Yep, yep. So, Today's theme, moving on. You explain, yes. please. Oh, sure. Well, I'll just talk about the theme really quick, and that is uh, this obviously had a lot of thought put behind it. <laughs> and that was that I came up with the idea that we just grab, I call it CD alphabet soup. And what that is, is I'm just I just grabbed a stack of CDs from I keep my CDs organized alphabetical. all four of them <laughs> that's right now is it just alphabetical or is it alphabetical and chronological because with you know four to five CDs that could be a lot of that's a lot of organization <laughs> anyway it proves that I did not purge everything it's got a, a good stack of about forty right here for A through D which I realize it should be more but I have most of it digitally now. But uh, yeah, so basically when it comes to my turn, I'm going to stick my hand 
my fist, I'm going to fist my CDs and grab out a, a gem and just pick out a track, and that's what you're going to do too. That's that's the theme. Right on. Uh, so apparently I'm doing the same. So we're doing letters A through C is what you told me. So um, I did D, bonus, bonus stuff. What's that? I, I did A through D. All right, enough. that's bullshit. You're, you're stuck to C because that's all I brought down. I brought down my, my three tubs of CDs, and they're only A through C. So no D's for you. Fine. If I pull a D, I'll just I'll just I'll just grab you'll, another you'll one. Move now. on, and you'll go till you get a A, B, or C. It's a classic loose cannon maneuver, by the way, people. Uh, no, he limits you, just, you and then broadens himself. You didn't listen to it correctly. D sounds a lot like C. Just like when you're ordering something, you say D is in dog, C is in cat. Okay, so I'll do that next time. Uh, how do I mishear a text? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! Try to get that through. Oh, my God. Yeah, again, he, he's still hanging in there, too. Yeah, no Ds. The guy's <laughs> editing it. He's slipping a D in. He likes okay. to slip it in the D. Hey, now. All right. Well, hey, a real quick one. Uh, did you hear Ozzy's not touring? Or not, not not touring anymore? Right. No, I saw that. You want to break down the explanation? I'm sure you have it. Have yeah, it, he, uh, he was interviewed yeah. for uh, something called the Philadelphia Inquirer. And uh, okay. and and he he does that classic move when someone wants to change their mind but doesn't uh, want to actually just own up to like you know fuck it it was kind of a bad idea or whatever. Uh, he instead of just saying well I'm actually not going to now he says I wish people would understand it's like if it's our fault that when he <laughs> said he was going to do one last tour and then retire that we thought that meant one last tour and he would retire. Uh, I'm not retiring. Is it my bad English accent? No, it's the fact that you said you're fucking retiring. Uh, and it's called the No More Tours Tour. It doesn't say No More Tours Ever. I don't know what the oh. fuck that means. It means nothing. What was the other one that he was, that, that it was after, that during the, the t- uh, No, no More, more tears. tears? Yeah, that was also called the No More Tours. Um, but at least then he had the, the decency to call his next tour Retirement Sucked. An acknowledgement right. that he did retire and now he's unretiring. This is like it sounds like he's like it's all our fault for misunderstanding him because he's got a Cockney accent. Wait, 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 wait! But this one isn't called just no more tours, is it's it? It's called no more tours too. <laughs> That's right. That's what I almost thought was funny about this one. Yeah. Okay, no, I was okay with that. I'm actually okay if he wants to keep touring and whatever. I don't care, Ozzy. It's your life. Yeah, but, but the it's whole not thing my about fault. It. Okay, I did not fucking misunderstand you. You you just changed your mind. Yeah, well, something tells me I'll. Uh, you know, it depends if there's a divorce or some kind of lawsuit or something like that. But Motley Crue might be doing the same <laughs> same statement <laughs> uh, at some point, yeah. right? <laughs> they they just need to uh, unbind a document that nobody's seen. <laughs> Correct. That's right. We never saw him sign it. All right. Well, I think it's time for you to dip your hand into fist your CDs there, buddy. All right. Hold on. Let me get in there. All right. I'll grab this. This looks pretty good. I'll grab, I'll grab the D section just so I can tell you what I'm not going to play. Um, let me see here. All right. And I have... Oh, my God. Boy. Somebody's going to be excited because this might be the first time we've ever played Cheap Trick on the show. Hey, 
You want to hear about my weekend? I do. I saw lots of pictures, but I did not. I, I have not heard the complete breakdown. Please, we hear this. I think this is the third or fourth time we've gone over this on the show. At least the third, right? I think we've done every year. This would be the fourth one. I, I, okay. I I'm not positive. Yeah, because it'd been 15. Would have been the first year. So and that is Grand Rock Timber up at uh, Grand Casino in Hinkley. Minnesota uh, uh, prior to this year, and we'll get into that in a second. But it, it is to me one of the best organized and and you know just just put together perfectly '80s fest. You know what I mean? It, it's it's geared at the right you know demograph. It's in a place that people want to go. It sounds good. The bands are you know you know rotated at a pretty good level. You know, and usually there's a pretty good turnout. So, so it's the opposite. Of the experience I had earlier, this right? Summer. No, I, I think what your experience is is far more common with these things. Uh, I, I think the casino not having to make money on tickets makes it easier for them. If that makes any sense, I mean, because they know, just want to get up, they just want to get them in there, right? right. I mean, you're, they're charging 180 bucks a night to to get a hotel. The, the hotels uh, all fill up around the area. And, uh, yeah, so, no, it's, it's just put together really good. You, usually it's like a bar that decides to do it, and, you know, they they, right. they shut down their parking lot. And then, you know, it's kind of a clusterfuck, and they, they, it's not put together by people who know how to put up fences and hire a, a number of staff. Loose, there was more people selling beer than buying beer at this thing. Oh my God! I, I'm not kidding at all. I bought three beers uh, on uh, Thursday, three beers on Friday, and every time I went up there, there was at least nine people not serving anybody. <laughs> I think you can go home, Johnny. Yeah, so break this <laughs> break this down. What's different this year? What what what? Uh, uh, paint a picture. Well, the big change was they added a third day, which you and I always love when a festival does that. You know, take it from one to two, take it from two to three. Uh, that to me, I think, was probably the biggest thing because not only now you got to take an extra day of work off, now you have to buy an extra day of you know tickets. You have to you know spend an extra day up here, and and I think what people liked about this is that it was right at the end of summer. Your kids are just starting to get back in school. You yep. got people you know in their forties and fifties that really just want to get away. And I mean, because people tailgate and go to the casino as much as they spend in the show. But every year, this thing is either sold out or come close to. And now they added this extra day, and it kind of turned into a cluster. They didn't sell shit for tickets compared to what the years prior. I do think they figured this has been so successful. If we just add one more day, it's going to be that much more financially uh, a home run for us. And it really backfired. No, that, that's what all these fests do. But 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 tell me the attendance. This place can hold. Typically, what? I think 6, around 5,000 to 6,000. I don't know the actual numbers, but it's got to be pretty much in that area. Okay. Uh, and there maybe was 1,000. I mean, I doubt it. Uh, honestly, I, it, I, did, I shared a lot of shots, and it was mostly empty. You know, And I'm talking as the headliners going on on Thursday and Friday, and at least what I thought was the headliner on Friday. When you add a third day, that's when I, I call it the, that the fest jump. That's jumping the fucking shark with uh with especially fest. with this crowd though i think yes you're talking about parents people in their 50s again they're going honey do we really want to waste a vacation day on this i mean we've gone to it five years in a row now do we really need to see Queensryche and skid row and again, Eric martin too. again right at a third more of the cost if not more plus camping went from 45 to 90 just, oh my god yeah. they just doubled it yeah. fuck that 
So uh, th- then it was, I got to see Great White with the new uh, teeth they got. I uh, <laughs> did see that one. So, so you, you, the name of the band is Great White because it's, co- it's called Great White Teeth. Is yeah, no, actually now said? they're just called Great Whites. <laughs> Great Whites of the yeah. yes. Yeah, no, no, nothing else. Just uh, it's, And they just put his, uh, the new singer Mitch Malloy's smile up front. Uh, whatever. It was exactly what I thought it would be. Uh, kind of a you waste. You have no other comments? You have no other comments about his singing style or anything? Uh, well, or, you know, yeah. he's... Uh, he. What did I call him? A heavy metal Ken doll? Uh, he, he's... <laughs> You know what? He's a talented singer, but that band needs someone with a little grit and a little blues. And uh, this guy really sounds like he won a singing contest and then got the the, the prize was you get to sing for Great White for a while. I got to uh, tell you, also, the, the the name Mitch Malloy, it sounds like a state farm agent. <laughs> it really does. I, I, he was selling car insurance in the parking lot <laughs> after the show. He was uh, on the side. <laughs> guy's a hell of a salesman, man. <laughs> Uh, great hair, great teeth. Uh, Mitch yeah. Malloy. Yeah, and then Skid Row was the headliner uh, the first night, I think. And they came out and played great, and they would play the exact same set they've been playing for the last 15 years. What about Kicks? Kicks was great. Uh, uh, you know you know how much I love the, hey, let's play this whole record in order uh, tour. Uh, this actually delivered. I don't know. For whatever reason, it worked for me. Striper and then Scrap Metal, which Scrap Metal is usually the, the middle-of-the-day beer break band. Uh, with the Nelson Brothers bringing up a bunch of their celebrity friends to play a couple songs on. Sure. Uh, this year there was a little more anticipation because we were told that uh, Don Dockin and George Lynch would be cycling through playing a couple Dockin songs. Um, oh, cool. What it actually turned out to be was Scrap Metal did their whole show that they normally do without them, and then Don and George came up as Dockin with Mick Brown. They didn't have... Um, uh, bass player guy, but uh, Jeff Jeff Pilson, uh, and they played a ten fucking song headliner set. Hold on, whoa, 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 whoa. So you're telling me that, that well, the important members essentially, if you want to look at it sure, that way, yeah, um, were together, reuniting at <laughs> this at this concert time. for a one time thing that I think happened in Japan, yeah, before. Am I correct? Correct. Something seems something seems wrong with this. There's something missing here. Well, you story. would think a place that's having a hard time moving tickets might want to mention that little blurb to a very specific audience that they're trying to cater to. Because now, while most of the people I know at work probably don't know the significance of this, everybody they're trying to sell a fucking ticket to for this Grand Rock Timber sure would know. And they, a bunch of them would probably go, you know what, I want to see Docking with George Lynch. Might move a couple extra tickets. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense if you were I, simply to say there's a Dockin reunion with George Lynch and uh, and Don Dockin, and that's that going to make the, up they, for canceling Rat without Warren D. Martini. Easily, easily. I mean, for me, not. I mean, I've seen Don right. Dockin lurch around the stage, and I've heard him sing lately. But a lot of people don't care as much as I do when it comes to that. Oh no, you're still you still got a corpse. Yes, that's not gonna so. that's not gonna change. <laughs> he was still horrible, but whatever. <laughs> you know, George was decent, but it was pretty much a train wreck. The whole thing. Not the point, though. I mean, they did not even mention this. I went to their website that when it was happening and checked the next day to make sure I didn't miss anything. It wasn't uh, an advertised thing. 
What a clusterfuck. Uh, let's just let's wrap this up, Lewis. I think everybody gets the point of what I'm getting at. On day three, Tesla was the headliner. The crowd did arrive then. It got to pretty close to three quarters full. So that was you know comforting, knowing that maybe this thing can be salvaged if they just dial it back, which a couple employees working the, the event said it sounds like that's going to happen, but I don't know how in the security guy at the photo pit is with the whole process. So Have we ever played Bon Jovi on the show? I don't think we have. All right. Well, I got, uh, I think it might be my only Bon Jovi CD, Crossroad, the greatest hits one. Oh, that's a good one.
Paul McCartney was interviewed in GQ magazine. Did you get a chance to uh, run out? I assume you ran out to your local Barnes & Noble, pick it to, picked up a physical copy, and digested the interview immediately. Uh, of course. Well, one of the nuggets that came out of it was uh, Paul and John, uh, uh, John Lennon and I speaking of, used to sit around jerking off together. <laughs> How does that come up? Where does that interviewer go? How does you know that interviewer sat down with a guy <laughs> doing an interview for GQ? Uh, you got got some creepy old grandpa talking about how he used to beat <laughs> off with his buddy when they're nineteen. <laughs> no, he's saying no. Now, were they in sitting right next to each other? Or are they are they just hanging out? You know, like <laughs> watching some telly. <laughs> a women's tennis match comes on, and you know they're looking at Billie Jean King, and you know one thing leads to another. What about was Ringo doing a little jig in front of them? <laughs> He's just like sitting in the background, like you can do it, Paul. Oh, nice, Good job. Aaron Lewis. Good job, John. Ringo cleaned up. <laughs> what's the again? What's the lead up? How does this go? For he just, um, I think he, I think that Paul McCartney might, <laughs> might have Tourette's. <laughs> you know, you always hear about this though. People get to a certain point where they get so old that they just don't give a fuck anymore. True. That's you know. like uh, I think Mick Jagger talked about like blowing David Bowie, or I, I don't know. He started talking about some weird stuff. Uh, well, that was a long time ago, so I don't think that was the old thing. Yeah, no, no. You're, uh, Rod Stewart uh, getting his stomach pumped to have uh, semen taken out. I remember that. No, that's that's rumor. Richard Gear, or maybe it was a twofer. Yeah, Richard Gear had. Oh no, Richard Gear was the gerbil. Oh, that's right. I, you know, it's 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 these things get. Hey, come on, you, you know, the, I can keep them straight for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder what his kids think. Uh, hey, thanks for sharing that. Uh, how about like uh, John's kids? It's like really oh. thanks, thanks a lot, asshole. <laughs> well, I know what about he's probably just doing that to fuck with Yoko. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, then then I'm I'm, I'm all behind it no matter what. I mean, it's uh it's a beetle talking about uh, you know one of life's precious gifts. Sure, and and I just I'm looking forward to Thanksgiving dinner as well. <laughs> Everybody's gathered around. Did you wash your hands, Paul? Did you, Grandpa? Can you tell us a story? Tell us about the Beatles, Grumpy. What was the follow? What was the follow up question? I think it was. Uh... Who finished first? <laughs> <laughs> right. There's just some things you don't talk about in public, man. Do the five-knuckle shuffle here. Let's get your next di- disc out. Let's go. All right, let's go here. All right. All right, we've got... Ooh. Anthrax Volume 8.
open the show with a new song from Monster Truck, one of our favorite bands, which will be out by the time people are listening to this, and it's called I'm a Rocker, or True Rocker it's called, right? True Rocker, yeah. yeah the title, mm-hmm. we, we featured the title, title track when it came out, and you played, um, what's it called, Thunderfuck or something like that, Thunder Trucker? It's a thunder, thunder Truck, like Th- Thunderstruck. Yeah, Thunder Truck. Uh, uh, I'm going to say it right now, uh, album of the year, hands down. Wow. All right. Excellent. Yeah, you were telling me that you, that you dug it a lot and that that started out strong, but you're telling me that uh, after repeat lessons it, it finishes the, all the way. I do think yeah, front to back I've always liked the entire record. There's some really kind of more melodic almost bluesy stuff on the sec- on the back half of this thing. Uh but but it it's it's 1 through 5 that are just like just ball busters just are they knock it out of the park with the first 5 is what I'm saying. They're not all upbeat, you know, blasting your face rockers, but I just they're all you know, A plus songs, and then it, it 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 carries through and delivers to the end. So continue. What's next? What other subjects do you have besides beat besides beating off Beatles? Well, <laughs> Slash uh, recently commented that uh, some of GNR's classic songs were, in his words, sort of sexist. <laughs> <laughs> your 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 panties around your knees with, with your ass in debris. 
Mommy works in porno now that daddy's not around. <laughs> turn around, turn around, bitch! I got a use for you, and you ain't got nothing better to do. And I'm bored. Yeah, there's a, there's a little <laughs> bit of uh, sexism there. Slash, he's, I like. He was like, eh, I can see how it could be taken that way. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, yeah, this is like the sexist playbook. This is, you know, this is the the manifesto of a sexist is the appetite for destruction record yeah i know it, it, it like t- it took like the hair metal thing and it took it one step further because it seemed more real <laughs> you know what i mean it's like paul stanley saying uh you know i could see how some of my songs might come off a little phallic <laughs> that's right <laughs> i can see yeah. why people would think love gun could be a male genital Possibly, yeah. or just a nice, just a nice little bonus in an album. That's, uh, that's yeah. a piece of cardboard. It goes bang, 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 bang. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't, I don't know what else you were to say about that. It's like the most obvious statement. Yeah, the, it turns out that my next pick is a Guns and Roses. You said G was cool, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Once again, breaking the breaking the uh, rules. Let me just punch my, or I keep saying punch. Let me fist my discs. Please. All right. Oh, I guess I got, I got another B. Uh, okay. Sebastian Bach off his Ooh. kicking and screaming record.
I'm not the only one who had a remarkably unremarkable uh, concert uh, event recently, Luce. I know you uh, you snuck in a show here recently. I did. It's it's fresh, fresh show, and that fresh. was last night. Fresh like your movie references. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Speaking of that, I, I, I I'm about uh, uh, 40 minutes into your marathon with Joey. Uh, I really I can't believe we've never heard that Vince Neil bit. Oh my God! I I can't believe it. In fact, we are going to punch in a little bit of that right now. So, so that, that's a perfect uh, segue that you did there, Baco, because I'm going to get into it a little, little bit. But the band I saw last night, I would have rather had Vince Neil be, oh, on, man. be, on, be on lead vocals and two live crew joining hey, real in. Real quick, uh, let's let's do a classic. Hey. Vince Neil now or Don Dockin now? <laughs> I'm going to go with Vince Neil, actually. <laughs> hey, man, he, he rolls around the stage at least. Yeah, he does that. At least he's alive. Yeah, he does look right? to be, you know, still existing on a, on a living <laughs> uh, level. So. If you stare at him for five minutes, you at least see his eyes blink once. <laughs> you see his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, yeah, well, no, enough poaching from the Mitch LaFon Rock Talk Show. Uh, back sure, to your, sure. your show here. Okay, so so getting back to this, I, um, I reached out... Uh, in the early 90s, I went to a couple fests, and they had uh, Collective Soul of them, which I didn't like their them that much, but they the live, they they were completely different than their album. They just they rocked it up more, and um, I liked Gel and Where the River Flows. I thought those are good riffs on their, on their second album, and I just kind of got into them more. So they had a... Um, uh, a couple of things here. They at the Fillmore here, which holds about I don't know about four thousand people. It's a big general admission uh, venue, but it's one of the bigger ones. that's not actually like a 
an amphitheater in Denver. So okay. Now, <clears throat> again, this was yesterday, which at the time of this recording, this is indoors, though, right? Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is indoor. But the thing I'm, that I'm amazed about is the whole thing. Rock is not dead. Yeah, it's not dead when it's some random '90s bands that get together for a tour because this is was out of fucking control. There was lines around the block. It took me thirty minutes to get into the guy. Really, venue. who was the third band again? Then it was Three Clark- Doors Down. <laughs> What did the, Which has that song Skinner called not Super- on tour right now? They this is what they're doing. No, the three doors down is that. Uh, what do you mean? They're always that. on tour with Skinner. Really? I don't see that yeah. connection at all. Well, they're, I, well they're both from Florida. Uh, okay, that yeah. I didn't even know either, and I was in Florida, but well, they were hey, definitely. I didn't a f- know Tesla was with uh, in love with Def, Def Leppard until you brought it up. So that is true. But anyway, so that, that's a. That's just, I'll just that in a second. But all right, so the place <laughs> is packed. I've been there to see several bands. I've seen Anthrax, Kill Switch, Steel Panther. There's like two other ones, and you wouldn't expect those bands to have the place filled with the gills. But why the fuck is this place packed? Oversold on a night. Yeah, honestly, t- when you when you told me it was a Tuesday, I'm like. You know, when you get to a certain age where you're, because like Collective Soul been around a long time, you're pretty much only playing Thursday, Friday, Saturday, mostly fly-in shows. These people, I think every single person there was thirty nine point seven, and it was, uh, <laughs> and, it, and they were, and they were, and they were. Uh, it was exactly fifty fifty as far as uh, girls to guys. You know, there's a decent amount of squish there. You All know right. what I'm saying? Okay. Point being, a lot of hippies uh, in Denver though, and uh, Collective Soul likes to be that pseudo hippie band. I don't think so. These are all like people that go work in cubicles. Yeah. There's no hippies there. Well, um, they're the cubicle hippies. <laughs> cubicle hippies. Yeah, jam banders. Um, the lead singer, Ed Roland, comes out, not a rock star name, and he's dressed out like fucking Waldo. He has he has a, a, a raincoat on. He has a uh, fedora with that little, little uh, uh, not like a Indiana Jones, but like a uh, something with a little feather on the side. He's wearing the big old, like Harry Potter Waldo glasses. Sounds like you're describing and- a pimp. <laughs> this is not House of the Pink. I'm gonna add this to the show art. He's wearing black tights and shorts that are striped like a like like a like a cartoon. And all the other guys look like just dudes. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't think this is a normal outfit. They, everything looked tense. And there was a reason they were tense because this guy was fucked up. Okay? Awesome. All right. So he could, the vocals sound like shit. He started singing the Vince Neil way where he was doing every other word. So I'm like, what the fuck's going on? So all of a sudden, the some roadie brings out this big red bucket. Okay. And the, the Ed stops the, stops the concert and goes, what the hell, man? I'm not sure if you can tell, but my voice is going out a little bit. Why? He's like Seinfeld. Why, when you lose your voice, do they bring a red bucket? I lost my voice. I'm not going to puke. Why is this red bucket here? Like, yeah, you're going to puke. <laughs> <laughs> and he is, you can tell this guy must have just like, you know, puff, 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 give. No, he just puff, puff, puffed because he <laughs> no was... puff, puff, pass. He's all puff, puff, keep it to yeah, me. Yeah, Corpse of Dokken, I would have taken him. I would have taken Vince Neil. It was <laughs> wow. an atrocity. Look for that poll on the next Mitch LaFon tweet. <laughs> I was live tweeting the entire show, by the way. Yeah, of course. You're doing your job. <laughs> doing my fucking job. Um, <laughs> Do not apologize either. I didn't. I okay. didn't. Uh, and uh, so, so the, at one point, though, this guy sits down on the drum riser and like an old man that looked like he was about to go feed the pigeons. I mean, he just sat there for a while. 
<laughs> he made it such a big deal that his voice was going bad. It was the weirdest show. And then he croaked through. He cut the, the, the set short. And, and Waldo got the fuck off the stage. And then Three Doors Down showed up. I took the obligatory pictures. And I ran the fuck out of there. <laughs> All right. Ready? Five knuckle shuffle. All right. Let's do this. Ooh. Another B. I've got Bad City. You know these guys? Yeah, they did the call Paul Stanley, right?
Do you have any music news for us, Luce? Well, sure. I'm not sure if you know this, but um, today is a very important day, and I have a few few facts about, mm, about September this 12th. day. What yes, September 12th. That's right. Uh, did you know Russ drummer Neil Pert was born today? I did, absolutely. Enough said. Did you know that uh, uh, <laughs> Carved in Stone, the, the <laughs> solo album by uh, Motley Crue, Motley Crue's Vince Neil was out, came out today? Of course. I celebrate every year. Hey, do you know the anthrax is sound of not... Well, you know what? Anthrax, sound of white noise, or worship music? Which one? Oh, boy. It's sound of white hey, noise. Hey, you know the anthrax released uh, worship music to stay also? <laughs> hey, did you know, did you know that... Uh, <laughs> did you want to say something? I'm sorry. I wouldn't be doing my job, Luz, if I didn't interrupt you there. Uh, did you happen to see our, our uh, buddy Billy Hardaway got into a little back and forth with old... Hey! Well, I, I think I almost saw it, but did you know that Neil Schoen and Journey climbed to number one in Billboard's <laughs> 200 album chart with Escape? And fans embraced it with open arms. Ah. Uh, you see, you see, what, I, you see yeah, what I did there? We say he doesn't have a sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. Well, uh, I think we may have inspired a little bit. Uh, with our last episode, but hey! uh, posted a picture of some CDs he got and uh, picked up Ooh. these two beauties. The M3 Classic Snake Live has Bernie Marsden, Neil Murray, and Mick Moody. I don't repri- know any of those. I mean, I'm either. Uh, uh, reprising all of their White Snake hits with former Black Sabbath singer Tony Martin, that name oh, I do know. So that's a real find. And uh, the Foreigner CD single... <laughs> That includes third singer Johnny Edwards covering Dirty White Boy. Now, a lot of, a lot of really, really good, interesting rock and roll nuggets there. But uh, uh, Bipolar Billy, which is what he's going uh, by on, <laughs> on Twitter right now, uh, he replied uh, to me. And Foreigner's third singer, try second. Well, me took the bait. Uh, Mitch said, I meant one of three, dot, 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 Lou, Johnny, and Kelly, dot, dot, oh. dot. Uh huh. And so bipolar Billy came back with sure you did. Thumbs up. Clearly, idiot, I was saying one of three singers when I said, and I will quote quote him, hey. their third singer, Johnny <laughs> Edwards. I think the most important thing that you mentioned from that, that update, though, was the fact that I think we've got our new supergroup with that lineup. Oh, what's that? Oh, you with that lineup? I, are you, I, I swear to God, I'd have to pull that tweet back up to, to name them all. It had Tony <laughs> Martin and, and it, Moody and Marsden. Oh, my God. Yeah, what, way to track that CD down. Hey. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Hey, look, you know, whatever. You feel like it, you like it. What, what, what the fuck do I care? I know. Jesus Christ. I mean, it, but it that's is rare. But you don't take yourself so seriously because that's the kind of gold you are mining there. Hey. Oh God! What else? What else we got? Oh, I think it's time to go, man. <laughs> Loose. I'm an old man. I got to get up early and get back to doing my job, which these days involves a lot of stretching when I wake. Uh, <laughs> let's get the hell out of here. It's been fun talking to you. Yes. Rock's not dead. It just expands to three days, and its singer is wasted. <laughs>
Oh, by the time this episode comes out, Monster Truck's going to have a new album. Oh, we shouldn't talk about that because we're going to play anything by him. Sure we can. Just play one. We don't have to do the shuffle for everything. Just play a Monster Truck song. <laughs> Why do you want topics? Why do you want themes? You never want to stick to them. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 